Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, I want to talk about everyday marriage problems, because I think that if you have not realized it, I think we all deal with problems. We all deal with very similar things. And now, granted, when things get heated and things get hurtful, so often we can feel alone thinking we are the only ones dealing with this particular situation. But I'm here to say, if you have married a human being, you are inviting problems. Listen, when, when man and woman come together from opposite ends of life, sometimes opposite personalities, opposite likes and dislikes, you've got a lot of things that are inviting issues to take place. And what I want to do is I want to not just recognize it, but I want to help give answers, some very practical responses to some of these things that that just attack our marriages every day, but we can actually navigate together in a healthy way. So here we go. Problem number one, not making time for each other. Not making time for each other. Listen, time is a valuable commodity. It is. And we have to be very intentional about making time with one another, but it's easy to get bogged down with things like your career, the kids, just just your busy schedules. And a direct result of, of having a busy life that has just been consumed, it seems like from every part of life, a casualty is that our marriage just gets bogged down and we get disconnected. And so how do we tackle this? I'm going to make this again very practical. Sit down once a week and go over your calendars. I'm talking about Sunday night. My wife and I will talk about the week. What does this week look like? I pause the football game. We just kind of quiet ourselves and we look at our calendars and we just simply say, we've got this, we've got this, and we just want to get ourselves on the same page. And oftentimes, because I can tend to bog my schedule down, my wife will look at me and say, no more appointments this week. For which I will say, but I can fit somebody in here. She's like, no, 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 no. We have to have time together. We have to have uh, time to grocery shop. We've got to have time for the kids. We have to have an open night for which there's nothing scheduled whatsoever. Uh, because in my brain, I've always got to be moving. But I love that I've got a spouse that will not just want to sit and talk about schedules, but cares enough to say, hey, this is what you need and this is what we need. And we help one another with that. So that's a very practical tip to do. And here's a second tip to kind of add on. Reconnect at midweek. Talk at midweek about the weekend. What does the weekend look like? And make sure that you look at the week and you're trying to find a way to make time for one another, to make sure you're having date time, alone time, intimate time. Plan all of that out and make time for one another, which leads me to number two, getting out of sync. It is so easy to get out of sync with one another just because of maybe a lack of communication, a lack of understanding from one another. Uh, your schedules can add into that, expectations of other people. And sometimes we just can't understand where our spouse is coming from. It's just because we got out of sync with one another. We are on two different beats in life. So how do we do this? It's really simple here. Go back to the basics. Remember when you first dated, when you first dated your spouse, the first time you asked your spouse out, you asked them out in order to find out about them, to learn more about them, to get closer to them. They were operating on their own beaten life, their own journey, and you were on your own. And so the more that you dated and the more you pursued each other, the more you intentionally communicated, all of a sudden you began to see your lives getting on the same beat. And at some point you realized you both were on the same beat and you said, hey, let's get married. And you wanted to continue that beat and 
continue that song, continue that rhythm. And when you get out of rhythm with one another, just go back to the basics. Date each other, pursue each other, intentionally talk, intentionally forgive, intentionally be open and aware to of your spouse, and that will get you back on sync. Number three, losing patience over everyday annoyances. Oh, this is my favorite one right here. Losing your patience over everyday annoyances. It is so easy to get annoyed with the people that you are closest to. There are things that you will tolerate with a coworker that you would not tolerate with your spouse. Things you would tolerate with strangers you would not tolerate with your children. It's so easy to lose your patience and just lash out when you're just annoyed and you're on an edge. And so what we've got to do to tackle this is honestly putting yourself in your spouse's shoes. It's that simple. I like to, I like to say it a little bit deeper than that. How about unzipping your spouse from their head to their heel and slip inside their skin, not so that you can better understand you, but so you can better understand them. We call that empathy. We need to learn empathy because quite often, if we are losing our patience over everyday annoyances, sometimes it's just that we are tired, we're hangry, we've had long days, and none of those are excuses, but they're explanations for why our temperament may be paper thin. And we have to look at our world through our spouse's eyes and sometimes have to understand, wow, that's what they deal with. That's what they're going through every day. Wow, they have to deal with me flying off at the handle. And there is just something about putting yourself in your spouse's shoes that helps us to get that empathy, that helps us understand what's going on. And if they are losing their patience, we can actually see why they're losing their, their patience. Are we causing something? Empathy is a powerful tool that not just will give you understanding, but I promise you, it actually gives you intimacy to help you see into your spouse. Number four, here's the fourth problem, numbing out when it gets too real. Numbing out when it gets too real. When what gets too real? Life. Sometimes life, the pressures, things that hit you, things that happen, and it's just so easy to pull yourself back, to retreat into your own head when you're going through a difficult time. It is just, it's natural just to want to stay occupied and to keep moving at a fast pace, trying to outrun whatever it is that's going on in your life. You're numbing out. You're, num you're numbing yourself out on busyness. You're numbing yourself out on substance. You're numbing yourself out on, on issues. And you're just trying to avoid actually dealing with life. Here's how to tackle the problem. And this might be hard for a few people. is simply being vulnerable with one another and share what you're dealing with. This is what the scripture talks about, being naked and, un and unafraid. That was Adam and Eve, completely vulnerable and letting your spouse into your world. It's talking through it. It's, it's choosing ways to express things to your spouse so that they fully understand, wow, this is what you're dealing with. This is the pain that you're dealing with and allowing your spouse to help you to get some help. Sometimes you just need to be listened to. Sometimes you need professional help. There's no weakness in either one of those things, but be vulnerable with your spouse. Share with your spouse. Ask your spouse for help. Ask your spouse to, to help guide you in certain things, not because you can't do it on your own, but you shouldn't have to do it on your own. Walk in vulnerability. And lastly, failing to cultivate intimacy. 
failing to cultivate intimacy. This is a problem every one of us deal with. I believe that intimacy is one of the greatest joys of marriage. Now, when I think about intimacy, I do think about sexuality. I do think about connectedness. I do think about quality conversation. I I feel like uh, it's quality time. There's a lot to intimacy that's there. So take all of the above, and if you're not careful, and if you're not intentionally cultivating it, you can actually get disconnected with one another, and you actually invite emptiness in one another. So how do you tackle the problem? It's as simple as this, dating your spouse. It's carving out one-on-one time to make sure that intimacy is being fostered and grown in your marriage. Yes, I am talking about carving out intentional time for sex, carving out intentional time for just having that good quality time with one another, carving out quality time to go share a meal for which your phones are face down or left in the car, carving out quality time where you can have one-on-one conversation where you can hear each other's heart and see each other's face. That will help you cultivate intimacy. So here again are my five everyday marriage problems is not making time for one another, getting out of sync, losing patience over everyday annoyances, numbing out when life gets too real, and number five, failing to cultivate intimacy. And if you can take those and take the practical tips, you can help overcome what every one of us deal with almost on an everyday basis. Love you all. Hope you have a great Marriage Monday. Connect with your spouse, talk with your spouse, and we'll see you next week. God bless.